licking your freezer clean might be more productive than this. But hey, at least they both love heavy metal. Here are the old men, Adam and Steven. Yes, welcome out to him. This is the Old Man Heal the Clouds podcast, when we get together to talk about the things that matter to us. We are episode number 125. It is January 22nd, 2023. It's approximately 11 a.m. We are podcasting live out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Hello, and we would like to acknowledge that the land on which we gather is the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples including the territories of Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Good day, good day. You know it. You know it. Uh, My name is Adam, and that sexy voice you heard is Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Adam. We were going to have another sexy voice on with us, but she bailed. We'll get into that in a second. But you can support this podcast by hitting our website, oldmanhealaclouds.com, and subscribing to our podcast. And if you want to help us out, donate. Hit oldmanhealaclouds.com and hit the button, and you can... um, you can buy us some things, like some shiny new green screens or lights or uh, whatever else. Something, yes. Even though we've got uh, lots of cool equipment here anyways, it all costs money, right? Okay, well, speaking of equipment, my gear's been fucked for a while, so we just went over my settings. So hopefully this week you'll be able to hear my music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, that would be nice. Um, you know, but I only had one song last week. I don't even remember what it was, or two weeks ago, or whatever <laughs> it was. Um, but last two, our last episode, we were teasing a guest. We have a local influencer joining us. Her name's Erica Tisdale. Um, she works part time, and we all know it's hard to get uh, ahead now. And she got called for an overtime shift, so she had to say yes and uh, had to bail because uh, cash is money, and uh, she's doing this for free. So uh, she will join us sometime, hopefully this month. Or not this month, sorry. Hopefully sometime in February. But uh, Yeah, that would be nice. That, she sounds really cool. Nice. She's cool. It's different. Yeah. The thing that really brought me on to her was uh, most influencers you see are these skinny, little, petite little things. She is a uh, body image, plus size fashion, body positivity, mental health, self-loving uh, lady. And I think it's a very strong message that she's trying to produce. So I fell in love with her quote-unquote, during COVID because she was just posting a bunch of shit. That's how I found her and reached out. She's a Vancouverite who wants to join us. So uh, we got that. And while we're talking about guests, I'm still working on Devin Townsend. He's a busy man, but he might be joining us from England sometime in the next month. Right on. And um, we have uh, Mr. Uh, Sean Vareau from uh, Widemouth Mason on deck. He's uh, trying to figure out days. He's recording new stuff, and we might get an exclusive with him. So there's some teases for you guys coming up. If you're going to, what the fuck are you two doing? We're doing a lot of things, okay? Just to mix things up a little bit, right? Because I'm sure everybody's tired of hearing our fucking ugly voices. Although you keep I, I, saying I've got a sexy voice, so I, you I don't do have a I don't sexy know. voice. I don't know. All right. I think you should dress up as Santa next year. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, know that I can do it, man. It's just, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an introvert. I'm, uh, I don't think I could deal with the kids and the parents all day long, so. No, no, it doesn't matter about the kid. I just want you to walk around like in a black Santa okay. suit or something, just for the okay. day. Well, all right. It we'll can think. be my new black Santa. We'll think about it then. All right. I call black, or I call, uh, I got this sh- a shopping bag called Branta. It's a, it had a brown Santa Claus on it, so I called him Brownta. Brownta. And then uh, I was sending text messages to all my buddies. Look at Brownta. Brownta lives. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Right on. Um. Okay. <clears throat> so. Listen, so audience, we uh we, we threw this tour together so if it's a good I think we got some good content. For sure. But okay, so I want to talk to you. Uh nothing you don't know what I'm talking about, but 
What do you use to charge your phone at night? Because I use a, a puck that my iPhone just snaps on. So it goes, it's magnetically locked. So it goes, hey, you're charging. And for my watch, it does the same thing. But do you have an all-in-one charger? Are you still using a cable? What are you using to charge your phone at night? Yeah, I've got a wireless charger sitting on, on my beside my bed, just on the little okay. night table there. Yeah, so I yeah, just yeah. I just drop it on top. It it's not a flat one, so I don't drop it, lay it flat. It sits up on its uh on like a, vertical uh, a vertical one or yeah, sits uh sits on there kind of nice. Um yeah, that works out pretty well. I do okay, cool. I do have uh in by my desk here where I'm chatting with you right now is uh is another uh wireless charger. It's a dual charger. It's uh so I can lay my phone on there. I can also lay my earbuds and my my smartwatch on there as well so nice. i can charge two things at once yeah it's a little bit easier just lying flat and stuff like that i mean i don't know that i need one sitting on its edge or sit, standing up i guess because i'm not i'm sleeping i don't need to see it or anything like that but it's yeah, just exactly. i don't know it's just uh i forget where i got that one from i think i got it with one of my previous phones and uh i mean it's still working out well right and it's got a fast charger and everything like that so it works yeah Charges things up. Yeah, that's it. So I, I'm looking at a Brooklyn one. It has the fast charging because all our new phones, you have a Samsung 22 Ultra? Uh, the 20, Ultra? 21 Ultra. 21 Ultra. Yeah. I have an iPhone 13 or I have an iPhone 12 Pro Max. Supports fast charging. So you have to get a fast charging stand or an adapter for it. Right. And these things aren't cheap, man. Like the, Oh, they are. It's a nice, big, like heavy base. It's all like stainless steel. It has the three charging things for... Uh, watches, phones, and wireless buds. Those things are like two hundred and sixty nine dollars. Holy shit! Well, that's is that an Apple made one then, or is what? What is oh, that? It's just, oh, it's it's a, it's a Birkeland. The Birkeland. Okay, right. Yeah, and that's uh, what I what I'm gathering is one of the better ones. There's also brands called Anchor, which are yep. pretty solid. Yeah, they support the fast charging and really up with it, and good customer support and stuff. So for sure. But I was like, holy fuck! Why why are you paying that much? And, you know, it's nice. It's nice to have and stuff, but. Fuck, it's just so expensive for some of these things. Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't know if if Apple's, if, if the iPhones are the same or not, but like the Samsungs now, they don't even come with a charging brick. So they come with a USB cable, obviously, but they don't come with a yep. brick. So you have to buy the fast charging brick itself. Yeah. Uh, or else get a wireless charger, of course, yes. So yep. uh, yeah, it's just like, so, so you have to buy, there's no headphone jack anymore, right? So yep. you've got to spend money on wireless headphones, earbuds, whatever it is, uh, or, an no, or an adapter, no charging yep. brick. So you've got to buy oh. one of those. So you're already fucking paying two grand for your fucking phone. And you got to buy this other, these other accessories on top of it, man. It's just like, yeah, like the phone companies, these, uh, like I'm talking telecoms, like Telus Bell oh, yeah, or whatever, yeah. like you're, not only are you getting screwed by them. Uh, you're getting screwed by these manufacturers and, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It never ends, I guess. So, uh, yeah, we get host here for the phone stuff. I was in the States, uh, last weekend and I went to Bellingham and it was just kind of putting around there. Uh, went to old Bellingham, which was really cool. Hit a brewery there. Uh, went to my favorite Mexican place down there. It's called Mia Mexico, but I was in the Best Buy super quick and you can go in and buy, literally go in and walk into the store, spend $1,500, get an unlimited phone plan plus the newest phone for $1,500 and walk out. Wow. Unlimited everything. Yeah. They're using 5G everywhere. No problems. And, uh, and you're good to go. And speaking of phone plans, I actually called and renegotiated my plan because I have a bunch of bonuses. When you sign up, you get, oh, you get two gigs of extra bonus or whatever it is. 
Um, so I phoned, and I wonder if I still saved it. I phoned Fido, who I'm with, and um, I was paying for 40 gigs of data plus a bunch of bonuses, and it was $70. And I now changed to 50 gigs plus one bonus for $40. Oh, wow. So you're saving so, like 30 bucks saving, there and more data. Yeah. Not, to, not that you need more, I guess, necessarily. Maybe yeah. you do, but because that's a shitload. 50 gigs of data that's- is lots. Oh yeah, and I, I I do go through the data. Okay. Um, because at nighttime, when the people are sleeping, I'm scrolling. And uh, <laughs> okay, my res my charge cycle or my reset data cycle ends on the 26th. Yeah. And I'm trying to log in to see how much I've used, but of course the Fido app is a piece of shit, and I can't do that. But I am a, probably about 43 gigs in. Are you I, really? Uh, Holy oh, yeah. shit! You are a big user. Well, I then. stream. I stream hockey games and movies and a bunch of TikToks and yeah. Instagram reels and shorts and shit. And uh, yeah, it's um, it's bullshit. And speaking of hockey, I know you had this in your thing and I want to talk about this is uh, the Canucks with Bruce Boudreau. Yeah. What they're doing, this poor guy is unacceptable. Like this guy has given his heart and soul and team. I believe uh, that you said that he's a pretty decent coach and you actually found the numbers off of... Uh, uh, a pretty good website, which I've never seen before. Uh, the uh, It had um, all the records and stuff. And Bruce is doing really well, sitting at number two for head coaches or something like that. Well, I think I believe he's number two f- all time for the best regular season win- winning percentage uh, in the NHL. So like best, second best ever for winning percentage. And uh, I don't have the that exact stat, and I forget who is number one. Um, I got it. It's, uh, but... Um, <clears throat> but but he's number twenty with uh, in wins uh, because other coaches have been coaching longer and probably more successful teams and stuff too. I, I guess oh, yeah. I guess I guess the point is though that you know he's been coaching for a very long time. He was a former player. He's been coaching for a very long time. He has a he has a winning a lifetime winning percentage again, second best ever. And um, you know the team is treating him like shit. He, oh, yeah. he has been given, like, he's getting fucked. Like, he, it really is. Like, yeah. And it's pretty sad to watch, I think. You know, the owners and the management of the Canucks have just been awful. Like, I don't know how this got out, but it's been rumored and talked about quite openly by management in particular for a long period of time here, right? Oh, yeah. And he's classy guy. He's carried on his business. He's trying to coach the team and run the team daily. And, you know, going through games and yet hearing all this crap in the background. And I just feel sorry for the guy. Like you watch him and you listen to him speak. And, uh, yeah, he's he's a really cool guy for sure. And he he just doesn't deserve this, right? It's pretty bad. But, uh, no, he got – there's a big release on the Canucks happening at noon today. They're announcing their new coach. Oh, they are going to, to do it today. Okay, so rumor has it then that it was going to be today or tomorrow. Um, that he was going to get turfed, and they're apparently bringing in Rick Tockett. Uh, That's Rick Tockett is currently one of the uh, panelists, I guess, for ESPN. Uh, he he is a former coach. He is a former player. He has coached. Uh, who does he coached? He's coached Philadelphia. He's coached Arizona. I'm not sure who else he's coached. Um, I don't. You know, I don't know. I mean, you, you know, here's. Oh, I, I guess with the thing with Talkit is one of the reasons why it took so long, I guess, to bring him in, because it sounds like that's happening, uh, is yeah. because he had to, I don't know, it took some time to get out of his TV contract. So 
that was part of the delay. But again, why did that leak out? Why, you know, sure, it takes time. He's got obligations. He's got a contract and it takes time to work out of that. But, you know, all of it could have been done in the background. If that's really what they were waiting for, two or three weeks, two months, whatever it is, how did this leak out? And why why has it been talked about for such a long period of time? And why are you putting somebody like Bruce, Bruce Boudreaux through something like this, right? He's been in hockey yeah. for so long, man. It's just, yeah, I watched some of this stuff oh, from last night and his press conference after and you know, like, yeah, it's just, it's too bad. It's really sad. Horror organization is a fucking piece of shit. I do enjoy them bringing back the black jerseys because that was heritage wise, but uh, fuck these guys. Uh, I'm going to jump on your bandwagon and become a Bruins fan. Hey. Who's the Bruins goalie right now? While they're sharing goaltending duties, there's Linus Allmark and there's, um, fuck, why can't I just, uh, my brain dead. Oh, well, you brain, call yourself a my, fan. My brain, no, it's just my brain is dead. That's, uh, <laughs> that's. Who's the guy with the record? 23, one and two. Well, that'll be Linus Allmark. He's, he's the yeah, best goalie in the, in the NHL right now. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I, I, I become a Bruins fan just for that guy, man. That guy is, yeah. I've watched I watched a full um, document or not thing like the best saves in hockey. And somehow I got in a Boston Bruin ones. I'm like, I'll watch these losers. I'm like, Nope, these guys are the winners, man. This guy's kicking ass. <laughs> they uh, but, like, and I don't want to jinx them or anything like that. Um, they are a pretty damn good hockey team right now. You, oh, you know, yeah. you watch them play and they are, they are just dominating uh, the opposition. I mean, they've got, uh, they've got five losses. I think they've got a couple of overtime losses or something like that in there. Like the record is just, a, just the best in the league. They are, um, their goals for and against are like a, like plus 70 or something fucking out, outrageous like that, I guess. I don't know what it is. So yeah, the team has been, uh, the team has been rolling, man. So, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if we want another fan, a, a former Canucks fan or something like oh, that on my fuck. side. I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I won't, uh, I'll just support the goalie in silence. You know, that's all I'll have to do. I'll uh, be a closet Bruins fan. <laughs> but it's Jeremy Swayman. And that just came to me. The, Jeremy Swayman is, okay. uh, is the other goaltender. He's, uh, he's a young kid, but he's been playing really well. I think he had a bit of a rough start to the season, but he's really come along and those two are kind of splitting goaltender duties now that, uh, uh, you know, now that they're back. And you know what? As long as they're both playing good and they both uh, don't let it get to their heads and egos and stuff like that, if they don't let that get in the way, it's probably a good thing because come playoff time, you got to be well rested. Um, and yeah, splitting goaltending like that, you know, really keeps can keep the guys sharp as again as long as they are doing well then why not do it right i agree i agree so yeah so anyways um where else are we going with this connect stuff uh, you know i just you know the thing is i when i was formally on social media in the past obviously i dumped on the canucks a lot i was pretty vocal on social media <laughs> i was vocal about a lot of things <coughs> i um yeah so i i really i really you know, not on purpose, uh, not, you know, not to, not to purposely piss other people off. Although a lot of people yeah, yeah. did get, to get annoyed, I guess at me because, you know, making fun of the Canucks or complaining about the Canucks all the time, you know what, but it kind of grew stale. I knew that. Uh, and I left social media anyways, when I came back, you know what, I didn't jump on that. I, I didn't, I didn't start doing it again. And I mean, I'm not about to start doing it now, but we do have a voice here. Um, 
and I'm not on Twitter again anymore either. So I really have no other place to bitch and complain. But uh, anyways, here here we are talking about them again and complaining about mm-hmm. them. And you know, but the team is, I, I it's it's really too bad because you know the fans are very supportive of Bruce Boudreaux. They gave him a good sign off uh, and stuff last night, and that yeah. was really cool to see. Uh, but the team, the team is fucked. Like I just, they, they I wonder. Uh, again, going back to who leaked this, how did it get out that all of this was happening? Because it's unacceptable, man. You don't see this happen very often in in a sports league, yeah. uh, a, a sporting team. So I don't know. I mean, they've got to make they've got to check it out to make sure this doesn't happen again because it's really a bad image for them. Nobody is, has anything good to say about the Canucks, the as far as yeah. the owners and the management and the yeah, organization go right now, right? So. It's pretty sad. But you know what's crazy about this stuff is this like you hear about leaks and stuff like this is one of the first major sports leaks, but leaks happen all the time. Like movie set leaks, music leaks, like music leaks is a huge one. Like an album gets leaked a month before it's regularly released. The artist is fucked, right? Um, So like all leaks are leaks are bad all over the place. So it's um, I don't know if you like in the way in the day and the age of our phones that you can just fill up a phone in like 0.3 of a second and take a photo. You know that's um, it's it's pretty good, even though it looks like it was done like on a Samsung Razor or Motorola Razor. You know, <laughs> it's still a photo of fucking whatever it is with all these high end cameras and shit now. Yeah. Um, so I went to uh, Black Label Society and Anthrax on Friday night. Yeah, how was that? It was at the tin can of the peony form. It took about two songs for the sound to get leveled out and stuff because I'm sure they got it right in sound check. But when you have a room full of people, and I think it was pretty close to sold out, the sound kind of changes. So they had to adapt for that. But it was fucking great. Uh, Black Label killed as usual. Uh, I was pretty pissed off at Anthrax because it was announced the day of the show that Charlie Benthal would be sending out, uh, the drummer. Yeah. And I was pissed off about that because I wanted to go see that guy. And someone else filled in who slayed, and I don't remember his name. I will find it, but he was uh, he was a pretty solid drummer. But it's it's not the same, you know. I yeah. went to go your 40th anniversary. They're playing, you know, all, all the cool shit, and uh, you're, you're missing one of the main guys. It's like seeing Black Label Society without Zach. You know, it just doesn't work. Um, yeah, he I was. S- I saw that someplace as well because he missed another show, didn't he? Like this, it wasn't only the Vancouver show, I no, think. So, so um, yeah, and I can't remember who the replacement was, but uh, uh, his name is a Derek Rohde. Yes, that's it. And um, he's he, great drummer. He's fast as fuck. Like, um, but uh, I think Charlie played the one show in Seattle, and now is out for the rest of the the tour. Oh, he is okay. Injury, um, something, something else going on with family. Or, oh, operation. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, he stepped away for the tour to have a minor procedure done and will be away for the next, uh, it says next few shows. But then okay. another thing I read, it's out, he's out for 10 or 15 shows. So, fine, okay, well, but regardless, gotta, it was a fucking cool show. Yeah. So, you got to take care yeah. of yourself for sure. And so that's uh, all that matters, right? Um, but I mean, it's like Black Sabbath. I mean, hey. We never got to see Bill Ward on that final tour, right? So and yep. that kind of sucked. And I mean, he had been estranged and from the band for quite a while, and couldn't work through contract and stuff to come on tour. And I think Ozzy and Sharon said he was fat and out of shape or something like that. Fuck, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's too bad. But uh, so it's this isn't the same situation as that. That's that's more no. contract and fucking money problems instead of 
more than anything, more than, you know, certainly more than health issues in this case. So. Oh, exactly. Well, I'm glad it was a good show. Glad you enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, I, it I forgot all about it until I looked at the prep here and said, oh, hey, that show was the other night. So you had mentioned you were going. So I thought I'd ask about it. Um, and I don't know if you saw this, but Clutch are coming back to Vancouver. Oh, I did not see that. No. When is that? Uh, sometime in March, I think. Okay. Uh, not March. Um, that's too early. Uh, but they are coming back. They are playing the Commodore Ballroom again. Yep. And, uh, it should be, uh, uh, shit again. I don't have the dates because that's how prepared we are. People, we just start chatting. Well, uh, but yeah, they're coming back to Vancouver and that was the last show you saw, correct? That was the last show I saw last March, end of last March. Yes. And, um, I haven't been to a show since, but it yeah. was, but it was a really good show. Like, and if you, um, I know you've seen them, uh, have you seen them? You've seen Clutch. I've seen yeah. Clutch a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was one of the better shows that I've seen in recent years, I guess, even though they're with COVID, there haven't been that many, but, uh, great show, great sound at the Commodore. They had things tuned in pretty damn good. So yeah, it was an, uh, I remember how uncomfortable I was there, but as far as the gig itself and the sound and everything, the performances, it was all awesome. So it looks like it's April 29th here at the Commodore. Okay, cool. So yeah, people should, uh. Should check it out if they have not seen the band in in, in a while, at least, anyways. And uh, yeah, cool stuff. Uh, one, oh, I really like their new song. Yeah, for sure. Well, the new album is pretty good. Yeah, I like the new album. It's uh, yeah, it's all right. Uh, another show that's coming. Well, uh, it's the Modified Ghost Festival is uh, back on track. Think since COVID is well, it's not over, but since things have kind of kind of opened back up again. Um, and it's a great, like I think it's a three or four day festival. Yeah. Uh, it's more mostly heavy shit, so, you know, a bunch of different stuff though. Uh, I don't think the full lineup of the festival has been announced yet, at least not that I saw. But but the one night for the heavy doom metal night, I guess, is uh, Yob, uh, Elder, Chemist, Ruby the Hatchet, Hoop Snake, and local band Heavy Trip. Um, again, I'd love to go, but I probably won't. (laughs) Yeah. But that's a, that's a pretty good lineup, man. And, um, I've seen three or four of those bands previously and, uh, that would be a good show. That's, uh, sorry, the date of that May 20, May 21st at the rickshaw. Rickshaw is always awesome. Um, I saw that legendary punk band fear are touring again with DOA. Oh, cool. And they're playing April 21st at the Vogue. Okay. So I mean, that, that might be cool. I've never seen Fear before. Neither and, have I. Uh, I mean, that that's one of the hardcore punk bands from going back from the early 80s, right? And I think yeah. they're from Los Angeles. I think they're an LA punk band. Um, that goes back quite a ways for sure. I'd love to see that too. I wonder who's part um, of that band still. That's the only thing, right? Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I probably <clears throat> wanted to say that. It's a work night for me. But I also saw that Fear Factory coming back. Uh, March the first at the rickshaw. Yeah, well, that tour that's that was canceled. I think uh, several times. I think or postponed several times. I believe because that's with uh, Static X and who else is on that bill? Oh, and I think it's it. sold out. I think the show is sold out. I think it was. Is that at the Commodore? Because I thought it was at uh, rickshaw. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been sold out now. Just because it, it's been postponed a couple times, I think eventually it sold out and. Uh, yeah, it'd probably be good to 
I don't care about Static X. Probably be cool to see Fear Factory, although, you know, they've changed too. So they don't have the same vocalists, the same. Yeah. Uh, what the hell is his name? Um, anyways. The drummer? No, the singer. Oh, uh, Burton C. Bell. That's it. Yes. Burton, yeah. Burton is no longer with the band. So I don't know if it'll be the same. But anyway. There was a rumor that Howard Jones from uh, Kill Switch Engage and Light the Torch was filling in on vocals. Oh, ah, okay. I haven't been able to see anything, and I think that's fake news because I know he's busy. He's a busy, okay. busy man. Yeah. Right on. Um, yeah, but, you know, that I, all, lots of good shows. There's not enough time and money to see these shows because with everything going up, the rise of cost of living, it's getting harder and harder to get uh, to get some of these shows because these tickets are, aren't cheap, people. Yeah. For sure. Hey, let's let's uh, continue with uh, sort of the, not the Canucks, but sort of around the same thing. So um, the, you, you know, head coaches in, in major sports, you know, you, you get hired in order to get fired, right? So, I mean, it's, yeah. so, it, so it is part of the business. I mean, Bruce Boudreaux wasn't going to be the coach of the Canucks forever, that's for sure. But he was brought in kind of halfway through last year, and he was very yeah. successful with the team. Like, the team really improved under him, and some of the young players really developed and, uh, you know, started really playing well. And they're playing well this year, even though, even though the team sucks. You know, some of these yeah, young yeah. players have been doing pretty good under Bruce Boudreaux, right? And I think this year before the season started, they didn't extend his contract and, and whatever. So I think there was lots of that. That was kind of the start of the end, I guess, for him. Cause it's, so this has been yep. going on for, you know, a few months now, really. Yeah. Um, you know, but he, but so his contract, I think was over at the end of this year anyways. And was he going to get renewed? Well, I guess if maybe if they did well and made the playoffs, maybe things could be different, but Anyways, yeah. you know, things, things, things happen, especially in that business. You're not a coach forever. And, you know, I guess the whole thing is that everybody's pissed off about how the Canucks handled it. That's all. And why it leaked. But now, now that leads me to radio. We've talked about radio a fair bit recently. Um, you know, and we had the, you know, the same thing, the same thing has happened in radio, although, you know, not the, not the leaks and not the, not the, uh, you know, people talking about it, but as far as being so, um, well, people get chick canned, I guess all the time. So, oh, right. Time. So, you know, so, you know, with, with me, I didn't know in advance that I was getting laid off. Uh, I don't think yeah. you knew either. Right. I, I mean, either. I was, I was working away. I got a phone call from the general manager and said, Hey, you want to come see me? I walked in there and had no fucking idea what was about to happen. Right. So oh, yeah. unlike, unlike, Bruce Boudreaux. So, so the thing is, it's very, it happens in radio. It happens in entertainment, I guess, I guess all around. So hockey is entertainment. It, it is. Yep. If you're a coach, chances are you're probably going to get fired somewhere along the way, especially nowadays. Uh, and if you're in radio or broadcasting like TV or anything like that, you know what? It's sad, but chances are you're going to be fucking let go at some point. Right. Yep. Um, it sucks though, but it, but it, but it sucks. I guess, I guess my point is that like, it's just, why does it have to be that way? I mean, people sign contracts. I know it's about ratings and, and you know, fuck it's sad that money is involved in all of this shit. Right. So, uh, but, but why still, why does it happen? Have to happen? Like, like, sure. It probably happens more often to some of the jocks and the faces of the station. 
I I was like you. You may not have been a, um, you know, you know, not like one of the primary hosts, but you were still part of the broadcasting team, and you were on oh. air at times, and and all that kind of stuff. Me, fuck, I'm just behind the scenes. Uh, I was making fuck all for money. Why did? And I'm not sore. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sore. I'm not dwelling on the past or anything like that. But you know what? I mean, I wasn't making fuck all. They didn't save any money by turfing me. Uh, and yeah, in yeah. fact, they probably, I think they, they canned the entire digital team across the country at the same time, or at least the lead designers. Right. So, uh, so I wasn't the only one. It was part of a bigger plan, but still what, you know, how much fucking money did they save compared to some of the hosts that get let go? Right. I know. So this, this leads me to, you know, we talked about Q107 Calgary. Uh, this yep. leads me to uh, Karis and Jeremy at the peak. Yes. Just out of the fucking blue, right after fucking Christmas and New Year's, what does the, that company do? Well, they let oh. go of their fucking morning show, right? Like, I, I just think that's fucking not very classy either. I don't know what, what's going on, right? So, well, and their midday guy, Jason Manning, left. He was also a talent. Right. He's been um, around for a long time, right? And, yeah. um, like so it's like so why what what the fuck what is going on right so why why does it fucking have to be that way why do they get to fuck with people's lives that's that's my question here that's that's the real question what 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 what's what gives them the right to fucking do that especially when people have contracts sure they're going to get fucking paid out they're going to get their nice package because they got let go before their contract ended and all that shit yep. But but that's not the point, man. You're still fucking with people's lives, and I don't understand why they can do that. I really don't. I don't. I don't get it either. I don't think they actually care. I, it, it, the um, when I got let go, so I got let go on uh, August 31st, and uh, Guns and Roses were playing uh, September 2nd, but they were in town rehearsing for the gig. And on the day I got let go, I was supposed to go and interview Duff. And walk around BC Place, and he was going to be a behind-the-scenes tour. Yeah. So when I got let go, I walked in their room. I was assuming I was meeting a camera manager and a manager, but I wasn't. I met uh, my program director at the time and uh, HR lady, and they handed me a vanilla envelope. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So I was totally blindsided by that, but because uh, I was expected I was going in to uh, talk about the filming and the interview questions that I had prepped and everything. But uh, yeah, that was a shit show. Uh, but as far as the peak goes here in Vancouver... They were 102.7 on the FM dial, but then they got moved to HD. So the only way you could listen to them on terrestrial radio was you had to have an HD component in your car, right. long press it and hold the, uh, so it would go to 102.7 like HD, which is slow or two as the, uh, as it would happen on the radio. And then they not launched a new station called now FM or now music or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. And I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to that, but they, they literally do what they want. Like they were playing, you know, they heard, they played Slayer at noon. They've, they've done like Tool and, you know, Metallica and Rage Against the Machine and all this shit. Plus all the other poppy stuff. I don't really know what they're trying to do, but they, they take the requests from whoever's listening and they'll play literally whatever. Right. Um, do so they, it, it's kind of, sorry, do they have hosts or are they just answering phones and playing the tunes? Like what? No, so what's they, have, uh, they have some hosts. Uh, okay. Brayden. Uh, who was an ex street team of ours? Uh, he is there now. Danae Johnson, who's a staple in the radio world right now, she's also there. Yeah. I don't know the morning show very well, but they seem pretty cool. And um, uh, who else is there? 
an awesome, funny Emily, Emily from the Peak Pass. She's really good, and she's uh, yeah. evenings. And Jacqueline was also there, who was uh, coming up. She was on uh, one of those shows before, and she's now doing evenings and swing. So she's, you know, everyone's doing. You know, they're chugging along as a station, pretty new talent, but uh, you know, it sounds good. They do whatever they want, but again, how long is it going to last? There's so many stations in the world. Yeah. Um, I forgot about uh, 104.9. Uh, that was the latest station to launch, and someone's like, oh, you should listen to that. I'm like, fuck, I forgot that station even existed. I know our uh, buddy Danger, uh, Dan- uh, Darren Grieve, hosts a 102.7 Resurrection Radio, and that's a play on 104.9, the new hit alternative, which where I got my first radio job from. But uh, So he does a whole bunch of old school alternative shit. The same music that X played back in the day. So he hosts a show on Sundays from 11 to 2, I think. But uh, this is yeah, on anyway. This is on 102.7 or now. Uh, this or is on 104.9. Oh, this is on 104.9. That, so that yeah. was XFM, right? That was XFM. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's cool. I didn't know he was doing that. So, so yeah, good for him. But, but yeah, everything is fucked. And the uh, quotes that I see on uh, the broadcast dialogue, which is a well regarded. Um, broadcast news place is that it says uh, it's the early days for HD radio in Canada and while we haven't had the most technically sound and dynamic sound of HD signals on 102.7 it's just not something Canadians are used to fighting in the cars and it's a smaller group of people who own cars with HD enabled radios at this time which is why the peak uh, has continued with a loyal audience um, and it goes, our industry is facing some revenue challenges right now. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. And the unique platform combination is still new, but we try to find some ways to innovate the world where traditional ratings are still largely in the currency, said the program director. Um, he goes, there are no live plans for adding announcers moving forward. Uh, okay. Which is, you have all these kids going to broadcasting school, spending their precious money, yeah. which money is, is getting harder and harder to come by. To go to a large market um, or larger media market, what Vancouver is, and not being able to get a radio job. And I just think you should just tell these kids to stop doing it now because your radio's dead. It's dying. Like, figuredly, it's dying. These Karis, I worked with Karis on the O'Neill show. Yeah. Amazing talent. I worked with Jeremy. We did a bunch of filming together. Yeah. Great guy. Awesome at what he does. For sure. Uh, he worked his way up, got this morning show, and they ultimately let him go. So. It's uh, it's a very sad state of affairs in uh, in radio, not only on air but behind the scenes too. A lot of salespeople are getting let go because there's revenues just out there. Nobody's spending money. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Regarding the broadcasting school and stuff like that, I mean, they yeah. it, 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 you're right. They've I mean, they just have to stop limiting, start limiting spots in for those yeah. programs, right? So it just doesn't make sense for people to be you know pumping out through there and. And then not landing jobs. Certainly in big markets, you're never going to land a job in a big market without getting some experience anyways. But um, yeah, it's just, it's really, it is too bad. It's, and again, it's all about fucking money and nobody cares about the actual people. It seems, uh, you know, and the the same can be said for a lot of industries, a lot of different companies and organizations, but like radio is just, I don't know. It's just, I, I don't understand it. Um, and honestly, I'm not sore about it. And, and, you know, people might be listening and saying, oh, well, you got fucking canned and you're just still pissed off, whatever, seven, eight years later, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. And I'm not, man. It's, yeah. you know what? It was, it, it was, 
it was one of the hardest times of my life when I got let go because at my age, I found it really difficult to find a full-time job after. And I was unemployed for 18 months. And that's what I hated the fucking most about the whole thing, right? I'm in a much better place now. I I mean, it's easy for me to say this now because because I am in a much better place. Uh, But, you know, what they did, they did me a favor. Really, they did when I got laid off, Uh, even though I was not happy at the time, even though I went through a really, you know, bad 18 months. Uh, yeah. but I wasn't happy there anyways. Right. So, Hey, I, I'm not fucking sore at anybody. I'm not pissed off at anybody. I'm just kind of, you know, being in the industry and you were in the industry. I think we yep. have a good perspective of, of what was going on. And I think it's, uh, I think what we talk about has, you know, it's probably, there's some value there. Well, I don't know if value is the right word. It depends on who's listening to us, but yeah. there's some merit there, I guess, is what I'm trying to say is that you know, we kind of see what's going on. Uh, we saw what's going on from the inside. We can see what's going on now from the outside and it's just not a good thing. So, yeah, exactly. um, to back to, I guess, just a review of where Q107 Calgary is now. Like, cause I yeah. was there, I went to, uh, I went to Alberta last week, uh, because that's why, well, that's why we weren't talking here. Uh, yeah. I went to see my parents and as soon as I jumped in the car, the first thing I did was to flip on Q107. Obviously, I knew we 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 chatted before. We know what happened to Q107. Yeah. And, uh, but I so I turned on the station, and what am I fucking hearing? QR Calgary. Oh, oh yeah. so they f- they are simulcasting their AM news station QR whatever. What is QR? What was the? I don't know. I don't know where it was on the dial on the AM side. Basically, so now they're simulcasting that news programming to their FM station that was once Classic Rock. Yep. Uh, like, what the fuck? Station that yeah. we get all our news on our phone anyways. You know, like, it just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. I mean, I know that the the radio people, <laughs> the owners, the general managers, the program directors have been fighting for a long time about, um, you know, once you... Like in, in Vancouver here, if you leave the downtown core, sometimes you have a hard time hearing CKNW, right? Because it's on the AM yeah. station or the AM band and reception can be spotty sometimes. So there's been yeah. conversations going on for a long time that they should somehow be able to move to the FM side and that would give them better reach. Uh, well, so what does Chorus do in Calgary? They basically punt one of their music stations and simulcast. So now they're kind of hogging two channels, really. That's what they've got. They're, that's what they're doing. Yeah. And they're broadcasting news on the FM side. Um, I don't know. It's just fucking stupid. Does Calgary have... Oh, yeah. Calgary has CJ92. So there is, a, there is a rocker alternative station there still. If you wanted to listen to that kind of music, uh, you can still find it. I don't know. I think, it's, yeah. I think it sucks, but uh, it's not the music. I like the new rock anyways, or whatever it is, but, um, anyways, I guess that's my rant. I just, I just, I just, every time we turn around now, something's going on and the, and the industry just, I don't know. I just don't get it. Oh yeah. I don't get it either. I don't understand. And you know, I, I, I loved the experience I had working with the O'Neill show, Jeff Scott and Karen, uh, amazing human beings. Uh, it's, it was great. We had a lot of fucking awesome experiences 
you know, meeting Black Sabbath, doing all these inter interactive stuff, yep. the uninvited guests, all the things. I just saw a photo of us with Devin Townsend recording an acoustic show. Yes. You know, <laughs> we did we, we did a lot of cool things there, and, I, and I'm super grateful for the time I was there and Me the too. friendships I made and yep. all that stuff. Like, it was always always a good time coming to work, even though, yes, we both didn't get paid. We got paid in fucking peanuts, the, um, which I'm allergic to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, the experiences there will always last. Like, we still talk about all this shit so For sure you know that's that's i think what i took away from that and the amount of free shows we saw and that was you know we weren't being paid enough but with the amount uh, do the free shows make up for it arguably i'd rather have the cash in my pocket but seeing a free show was great yeah you know, there's some shows i was seeing i think i went to a show every day for a month and some nights were double nights you know just seeing just everything that was rolling through i don't think that's happening anymore and so i uh it kind of sucks for the new kids coming up in radio, but fuck, we lived the glory days there, man. It was uh, it was a good time. It was the wild, wild west in uh, in the radio world, and uh, you know, shit happens. But I, I do want to say the the broadcastdialleague.com, They have this big article about it and stuff. But what I didn't know has happened is those guys listen to our little puny little podcast because they retweeted and embedded my tweet in their web page. Oh, did they? Oh, okay. It says, um, it goes, and I it was just a. Uh, it's very simple. It says to my radio friends, Jeremy Baker, Karis Hogg, and Jason Manning. And as uh, one of the Jordan, uh, Michael Jordan crying memes, and he's pouring out whiskey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that, that's what I have uh, saved on it. And they embedded that. So oh, cool. Uh, anyone listening on the broadcast dialogue, thank you for your listening. You won't get this time back. But um, well, I know, think continue I, listening. I think Connie, what's her last name? Connie, uh, I think she's the one of the editors there. Is she not? I don't know what her title is. She, she worked with us at uh, Chorus. Uh, did she work in at CKW for a little bit? You probably know who she is. Was it Connie Thiessen? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Her? Yeah. Yep. She worked, uh, she worked at Chorus with us and... Uh, and they moved out east quite a while ago, I think. So, uh, so, anyways, yeah, that's pretty cool. So she's with us. Maybe she's our inside thing because she's on it. Yeah, it says broadcastdialogue.com. Yeah. So yeah, she's. Uh, I kind of half remember this lady. <laughs> yeah, she was always very nice, and that's what you get. You need the nice people in the business for sure. And and again, lots of nice people. Uh, like you said, that's my biggest takeaway too. Some of the cool things we got to see and do. But lots, oh, yeah. of, lots of good people, and uh, well, again, lots of good people getting shit canned for no reason, right? Because of stupid executive decisions, and uh, that we'll never figure out how or why they happen. But anyway, no one will. Let's move on. All right, let's talk about wallets. A little while ago, I brought up a wallet. I still have a big fat wallet with a chain on it, which I'm trying to get rid of, but I seem to can't, and I got it repaired, so I don't know how long I'm going to keep it for. But you have Ridge wallets in your prep. What do you got going for a Ridge wallet? Did you buy one? So, yes, I bought a Ridge wallet. I, uh, You know what? I, I was thinking about this probably a couple years ago, and, um, hey, I love, the, I love the chain. I love my nice Harley wallet, and it's still in really good condition. The biggest thing with that is, you know, hey, it gets, it does get pretty heavy. And yeah. when you sit down, it's obviously, it's a kind of a pain in the ass there sitting in, well, in my case, my back right pocket. And so I'm sitting funny. I've got to adjust my ass and I've got to fucking play oh, yeah. with the wallet. If I'm sitting for too long, I find that it starts hurting my leg. My, my hip starts hurting. My knee starts hurting. 
And like if I'm driving, if I'm in my vehicle driving somewhere a long distance, well, not my vehicle because I don't have a vehicle, but you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, like when I'm driving my mom to Calgary and stuff like that, like it's a, I'm in the vehicle for an hour and a half. And fuck, sometimes I, I, I just, I, my fucking leg gets so sore. And it's because yeah. I'm sitting at an angle. I've got that big fucking leather thing with all my cards and papers and stuff in there, no cash. But, uh, it, it's it's a pain in the ass, literally. Oh yeah. So I was looking around and thinking, well, shit, maybe it's time to dump that fucking thing because I don't oh, use gonna... half the stuff in there anyway. Uh, I pay for everything on my phone for the most part or my smartwatch. Yeah. Um, there are some things that you need with you. You still need your credit cards or bank card as a backup. You still need some form of ID. I still have my compass card for bus or transit or whatever. I have my fucking pass to get into work, like the swipe in order to access the offices, uh, a couple other things. But really, and I hardly carry any cash. So I really don't have a lot. There's really no need for me to go and you know, carry something like that anymore. So I don't know if you can see this. Oh, I, do, I do have a Ridge wallet now. They're not fucking cheap. Um... Is that the royal black one? This is the, it's the black aluminum. I don't know if they call it royal, but this is a black aluminum Ridge wallet. Uh, okay. Mine has the money clip. You can yep. get a band uh, as well instead of the clip. It's an, like an elastic band. Um, you might be able to tell the color of that one bill in there. It's a red, so it's a $50 bill. I, I rarely Look carry. You. Oh yeah, Throwing out 50s. Just, just fucking loaded. I rarely, <laughs> rarely carry any cash at all. Like, like there's just no need for me to, right? No. Anyways, anyways, I wanted to talk about this because it is really cool. I don't, you know what? I paid too much fucking money for this. I just don't think that it's worth this much money, as much money that I spent on it. This was a hundred, this, this was 125 bucks. Yeah. This is the aluminum one. You can buy a, um, a titanium one. I think it's probably 160, 165, something like that. I'm on the site right now. It's 145. 145 Canadian. You're looking at Canadian yep. dollars. Yeah. Okay. And there's a, also a carbon fiber one yep. for a hundred and that's more expensive. That's 185. 185. Okay. So, so 125, 145, 185. They are really well made. So, because I think there, there are others, there's cheaper ones out there on the markets. Uh, you kind of oh, wonder yeah. how well made they are. I'm buying this thinking that, uh, fuck, I'll never need another wallet. At least that's what I'm hoping yeah. here, right? So I spent that kind of money. Um, again, it's too fucking much. But anyways, it does seem really cool. It's really nice. It's really light. Uh, I have to play around a little bit. It takes a little bit of practice in order to get the cards out, you know, fan them and then find the card that you want and that sort of thing. So uh, that just takes a little bit of practice. But everything is in there nice and tight. Nothing is going to, I'm not going to lose anything. Even the money clip is nice and tight. I'm not going to lose the cash. Yeah. Uh, how many cards have I got in here? I don't know, three, four, five, six, maybe eight cards. And uh, I think you can see it's not very big, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's, no, it's nice awesome. and tiny compared to the wallet. Um, so far, I'm, I'm liking it. You know, like it's... Uh, before I used to go on jump on the bus, I would have my compass card in a in a kind of a it's a trifold wallet, so it was yeah, kind yeah. of in one section of its own. So when I, I I didn't even have to pull the card out in order to swipe to get on the bus 
or awesome. or transit before. So with this, now you do have to actually take it out, right? So there is some, I wouldn't call it a disadvantage, but hey, it's just, I mean, it makes sense. It's not going to, with all these cards stacked in there, you're not going to be able to just uh, wave it in front of the scanner and it's going to work. So well, also the Rift wallets have built-in RFID protection. Yes, so that's, yes, they do. That's why you can't go through your wallet. Yes. Now there's some talk, I think there was some talk out there about, well, is it really something that you should be concerned about? Because, uh, you know, it's probably not as big a deal as, as some people say it is. Although you, I think, have said in the past that you think you were scanned by somebody your wallet no, or I something was yeah so okay. i was on granville street heading toward the rock shop yeah and i was about granville and nelson and somebody hip checked me just walked into me boom i'm like the fuck yep. he's all oh, sorry bro my bad i'm like yeah hey man no worries because he, he looked like he was down on his phone but what that phone was was a scanner so he actually hit me and as he hit me he tapped my ass which i didn't heal because it like was a hip check right yeah and then while i'm looking for shirts i got a call from van city like within five or six minutes and they're like hey are you in guatemala right Right now i'm like no i'm in <laughs> vancouver canada and I'm like your cards your cards have just been tacked oh with wow. everything okay call if you're not with us call whoever it was so i called right away i got picked up my mom was, was with royal bank at the time so i called them like hey i'm trying to get i think i got hacked because my visa just got hacked from van city They're like oh yeah you, we can see it so within like within that was seven minutes within you know and I called them within 10 minutes. So within five minutes, the guy had all my information and was already trying to buy shit. Oh, crazy. And he got, he was successful because it was going through. That's why yeah. they called. Yeah. Like, hey, are you in Guatemala? I'm like, holy fuck. So yeah, uh, I bought, uh, I think I just was at that camel store on Granville Street, whatever it is. And they had those um, RFID, like the, like their, their cards that you can just slip in your wallet. And yes. it just worked. Yeah. Um, so and they had a reader there, so they showed you how it worked and all this shit. But uh, yeah, I got fucking duped on wow. that. Wow, so yeah, crazy. So, uh, so yeah. Anyways, that's something that uh, well, with this new wallet, I don't really need to worry about anymore. So yeah, exactly. uh, but it's cool. Yeah, obviously, throw it in your front pocket. Uh, yep. I don't have to worry about fucking sitting sideways or on an angle. I guess with my right cheek up in the air because I've got a huge wallet in there. So, um, yeah. Cool. Technology, um, we, spending money, stimulating the economy. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, fuck. I don't know if that's... Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of money. I don't, know, I don't know if that's a good thing right now. We're all just kind of being fucked. But did you look at other wallets before um, uh, ultimately landing on the Ridge wallet? Did you look at anything else? Or was it Ridge all the time? You watched some reviews and said, hey, this is the wallet we have to get. It was, uh, I was not out there looking for the Ridge wallets by any means. No. So I, yeah. I was searching around a little bit, uh, all online, of course. I didn't actually go to oh, a yeah, store yeah. looking for these things or anything like that. So I, I went online, uh, read a bunch of reviews, came across the Ridge wallets. I think I came across them in the past when I had looked at something like this, you know, three, four, five years ago or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. so yeah, basically, basically everything I read again, despite the price or beyond the price, I guess everything else had was very positive about these wallets. So, uh, yeah. so I figured, well, shit, like I said, this is my last one. I shouldn't have to buy anything else. Um, I'll, I'm just gonna, I'll spend the money. So, um, again, there's probably other ones out there that are maybe just as good and could be a little bit cheaper, but this same, this seemed uh, seemed like it's going to work for me. So I just went and did it. No, it's it's one of the top rated wallets 
and there's a fuck ton of wallets. It's, yeah. it's one of the top rated wallets like in the world. So it's a it's a wise choice. You use it every day. Yeah. So exactly. or every time you leave the house. So always, I always say people, don't cheap out on your phones. Get the best phone. Don't cheap out on your shoes because you're walking. You're always on your feet. And don't cheap out on your jackets because it's what's keeping you dry and warm. So, yeah. uh, you know, if you're using it every day, and that's the main. And it's like, it, hopefully, you buy the good stuff. It's not going to break down. But I've been researching wallets for a bit, and I'm really interested in the wallets that have an air tag holder on it. Yeah. So if I ever lose it, theoretically, I should be able to find it with the air tag if it's up and running. Yes. So, you know, they last about a year and a half, whatever it is, forget to replace the battery. But there's a bunch of them on. I guess Amazon's the best place to buy them. But it's like they're air, they're competitors. They're still not the card style wallet that you have. It's a little bit of a fold because you got to slip the air tag in it. But some yeah. of these look pretty decent. Uh they look like, but I, you know, I they're they're the slim profile, but I don't really know what that means until you actually get it in your hand and, and see it. But there's a lot of good ones. There's also the the uh ridge wallet competitor. Uh, there's a bunch of them, but uh, from what I've read and what I've seen online, researching wallets for the last couple months is that the Ridge is still the best. Yeah. So you made it with the best. Yeah, for sure. Because you can get something similar on Amazon for say for oh, yeah. forty bucks or something like that, right? So yeah. even maybe a little bit cheaper. But but again, how well made are they? And uh, they look the same. Uh, will they last as long? Like, is is the actual product? Is it just is is uh, as well made as the Ridge wallet is? So yeah, that's, um, the that's the thing. Yeah, for sure. So, um, did you get a combo? Did you get the key holder with it too, or just the wallet? Just the wallet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at key holders at different manufacturer, I guess, because the key holders are very similar. You can get well air tags, or you can buy accessories for these different things that yeah allow you to maybe do some tracking and stuff if you ever lose them as well. So. Uh, I don't know if I'll go that far, I guess. I'm not sure. Although, although when I, it would have helped me last week to have a, have a a tag on my keys because last week was kind of a shit show. I was in the office all, all four days last week because I got back from Alberta on, on Monday. I went into the office Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, very busy, lots going on. And uh, so that's all a good thing, but I think it was. I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday, I was wor- again working late, so extra hours. I took, uh, I got home, and I'm looking for my keys. Oh, that's kind of ties into this actually. Ties into the okay. wallet. So I'm, I'm looking everywhere for my keys. I'm looking at all my pockets. I'm looking through my backpack. I'm looking through my jacket. What the fuck did I do with my keys? Because I got home and I couldn't find them. And I'm fucking scrambling at this point. I, they're, I don't know where they are. I started thinking, uh, okay, well, maybe I left them on my desk at work. So I tried calling everybody at work who I thought was still in the office. Like I said, it was getting pretty late. I didn't track yeah. anybody down. I left a bunch of messages. Hey, go into my office. Just let me know at least that my keys are there because I can't find them. And I was like, I fucking hate that. Yeah, You lose oh, your keys, sucks. you lose your wallet. Those are the two fucking things. I mean, sure, I, I I would hate to lose my phone and stuff like that too, but yeah, yeah. like my keys and my wallet. Like I fuck, I can't get into my house, man. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm fucked. Um, what am I gonna do? Um, I checked my back right pocket. My fucking yeah. keys were in the fucking back right pocket the entire time. 
and I never uh-huh. bother to check because I always think that my I was still like I just got this Ridge wallet. I always think my wallet is there, right? So I didn't oh, even bother man. checking. And uh, I checked every place else. I checked, so I found this in my front, one of my front pockets. My phone was in yeah. the other. I, uh, I was so pissed off, man. Oh, shit. And it was in my back right pocket the entire time. And so obviously I felt better, but then I was pissed off at myself because I didn't even fucking check it. Like I checked every place else except for that pocket. So. Oh. It's still getting used to this. That's, you know, that's, the, that's what it is, right? So it's still getting used yeah. to this. And when I need to, a card going into my front pocket to pull it out, cause I'm used to reaching, uh, around me to my back pocket. And, uh, anyway, you got anyways, it. if I, if I, if I had an air tag for my keys, I would have checked right away and I would have, whatever it gives it, it's an alarm or something like that. Right. If you, if yeah. you try and if it's, if they're close to you, it will set off the alarm and I would have fucking known that my fucking keys were on me the whole time. So anyways, there you go. I'm getting older. Maybe it's a, it's something I need to look at as well. Right. Can't fucking remember shit anymore. So. Oh fuck. I go in the shower and I forget if I fucking put shampoo on, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting there like, fuck, did I squeeze the shampoo in my hand? Did I wash my hair already? Fuck. I don't, I I don't think there's an air tag for that. I'm losing it. It's yeah. losing it. Yeah. Sure. Um, we didn't talk about your Calgary trip. Was the uh, a successful trip? Visit your folks. Any problems with the airports? And did you slip and fall again? No, I didn't slip and fall. The weather was a lot better out there. That's for sure. It was hovering around zero, maybe a little bit warmer during the day. I wore shorts the entire time. I got, got away with that somehow. So, um, although I wasn't outside all that much, but still. Yeah. Uh, no, the weather was much better. Um, no injuries, no hospital visits, and travel was a lot better. Like going out there, especially, there's something now called um, the a, an express through the security points. And I don't know if you know about that, heard about that. Uh, in Calgary, it's called YYC Express. In Vancouver, it's okay. called uh, YVR Express. Basically, what it is, it's another checkpoint, security checkpoint. You book an appointment after you check in. Um, okay. Uh, whatever 24 hours in advance or maybe you can anyways you you can go to and go to another website called yvr express you can book an appointment for the security check or the security point and it's a different checkpoint in the airport so you don't go through the same lineup you don't have to as long as you book an appointment you don't have to wait in the big fucking lineups or anything like that so it's really cool so i in at YVR, it's just off the you come off the the Canada line before you even go downstairs to the main level where departures level. You stay up on that level. You go the the checkpoint is right in front of you as you get off the Canada line. And awesome. uh, I had an appointment. Uh, they whipped me right through. No lineups or nothing. Um, of course, they check you the same way. It's the same exactly, setup yeah. with uh, the X-ray machine and take all your fucking liquids out and laptops and any other electronics and all that stuff. But no lineups. I, I whipped right through there in no time. So it's uh, it was nice. I really I really enjoyed that. I tried to book an appointment at in Calgary for for the same thing coming back. Um, and it's uh, it's so popular now. I think that I couldn't get an appointment for my flight. Yeah. So that I think that's the thing. There are only a certain number of appointments per flight. Um, 
because when you when you book your appointment, it asks you, okay, where are you going? Your airline? What flight are you on? And uh, because it's a short window too, right? So, um, you know, they might only allow four appointments per hour per flight type thing. Yeah. Something like that, right? So all of the appointments were booked for my trip back, but uh, it's something I'm going to remember next time I'm traveling through the airports because it's pretty convenient. I mean, if you're whipping to Calgary and doing a lot of work trips and stuff, it might be worth getting a Nexus card. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I use, I've had mine for 15 years. Everybody waits a lot. Like when I went to Vegas, uh, a buddy of mine had ours. We were through security and everything in 15 minutes. My yeah. other friends took an hour and 27 minutes. You know, so you just cut right through, you hit the buttons. I mean, you're paying for it. It's, uh, you know, 50 bucks for five years or something like that. Maybe it's 75 bucks for five years or whatever it is, but uh, well worth it. And especially um, going down the across the line, whatever it is, heading down to Seattle for a weekend or whatever you're doing, anywhere down the line, crossing the border, you go through that special lineup, you're through, beat the cars and stuff. I think I mentioned I went to uh, Bellingham the uh the saturday that our last saturday and um on the way back peace hearts was actually closed because they had a red bravo which is a, a bomb threat they had they oh, were dealing with no so way we all had to go through the uh truck crossing and because the the girlfriend doesn't have access yet um it uh took us two and a half hours to cross the border. oh fuck me whereas i had it i was ready to go through like the, the the uh the line the special line was whipping through yeah and uh we had to wait because someone didn't have it but she did make an appointment she has an appointment coming up in may so uh she'll get it and we can hit down because I, I love hanging out in blaine man they got some cool places it's like an old city it reminds me of victoria the uh, old bellingham and they have a couple of good record stores there some great food places down cool. there so yeah. uh, it's a good place plus uh hopefully we'll get down to seattle a little more to see a couple more shows but uh so the Nexus is for even for the fast security lanes here for domestic travel. It's the, so it's the same card or same system same, or whatever yeah. like that. So, so instead of um, like you check in, you know, it's the automated or the self kiosk check in for flights now. So you check in and you go. There's like those big snake lineups, and just to the yeah. left, there's yeah. the uh, the special line that you go through, and there's you know two people ahead of you okay. with you and your gun. So because yeah. I thought the Nexus was just for international travel uh but if it works for even the faster security lines here domestically then maybe yeah. it's not a bad thing like you said if you're if you're traveling more often and lately yeah. i've been traveling like once a month it seems and uh yeah so I don't know, maybe i should take a look into it some more so it might help. It's, yeah, it's, it's never a bad thing. yeah because yeah, it's a hassle it, it, you know it really is i just i just it's Traveling has become such a pain in the ass. If you can just at least eliminate one of those fucking headaches, it would help a lot. So, um, yes, uh, yes. I, you do have something in a prep called "I hate banks." What's going on with the banks? Well, it's it's just you know, it's I'm not going to get into the, the exact or specific details, I guess, of what happened, yep. but it's just another experience that I went through, uh, and. You know, basically, I I I had to go to the bank when I was traveling when I was in Canmore, and um, like ba basically, like I tried to like I I tried to deposit some money, and it was um it was a it was a bank draft, and okay. um uh so I I got a bank draft from a 
an institution that I don't have a uh, an account with, but but I tried to deposit it into my own bank, and basically they told me that it, there was be a, there is a hold on it, and it's be, like it's cash, like a bank draft is cash, right? It's at least cash, at yeah. least it's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, but I went to my bank and they said, nope, sorry, there's going to be a hold on it for four business days. And I'm going like, well, what the fuck is going on? What's, yeah. you know, uh, I was not told when this draft was given to me by this other institution that they would, uh, there would be a hold on it because it's cash. Yeah. So what the fuck is going on? And they said, well, it's this other bank that seems to be the problem. They're the only ones that seem to, you know, anybody else that comes in with a bank draft from another bank, if it, you know, my bank is CIBC. So this draft was from RBC. So I was told at least that anybody from say bank of Montreal with a bank draft comes in, you know, if there's a problem, we would just call the other bank and say, Hey, listen, can you check the funds and blah, blah, blah. Just verify that the cash is there, even though it's technically cash anyways. But with RBC, they said, Nope, no, you can't do that. So I went back to RBC. And said, listen, what the fuck is going on here? This yeah. is supposed to be cash. Uh, when this draft was taken, or, or or what do you call it? You were given it. You ba- I don't know when it was when it was drafted. When the draft was drafted, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so- nobody was told that there would be a hold on it if you went to deposit it into in another institution. So like, exactly. so what's going on here? Like, I'm getting the runaround. And they said, oh, well, no, there shouldn't be a problem, blah, blah, blah. So somebody's lying to me here, right? Somebody's lying to me. I don't know who. I think it's RBC that's fucked up, but I'm not 100% sure. Anyways, it's, it's, somebody was lying and that's what I fucking hate. Like, yeah, stop fucking giving me the runaround. I went back and forth between banks trying to figure things out. It's not like I had to, it's not like I needed the cash or anything like that, right? But it's the whole principle. It's like, yeah, like just put this in my fucking money and it should be there because it's cash. We're like, what's what's the problem? Yeah. But somebody was lying to me. Somebody w- would not tell me what was going on or what I could do to fix things or like nobody was trying to help me, basically. So I was, yeah. you know, basically I was screwed. So if somebody else went through the same situation and they needed the money for whatever urgent reason, they'd be fucked. Like they there's just there's nothing they could do. And and again. Nobody seemed to help. So I hate these fucking major banks. They just keep fucking charging you money, increasing rates, and they really pro- don't provide any valuable service when they when you really need them, right? Exactly. It's just a pain in the ass. I fucking hate them. No, so, I echo everything you said. On that. And these aren't like credit unions. These are like actual, the big four. These, exactly. Uh, and CIBC and Bank of Montreal and TD yeah. and I guess Coaster Bank, those are the big big five, whatever it is. But yeah, all these banks they they hold your money hostage. Yeah, yeah, they really do. And it's your money. You're you're paying to get your money whenever you want. Like the thing that irks me about banks is that uh, I have to take out cash for rents and and different things. And so I go take out my cash for rent and whatever it is. Oh, you've hit your daily limit. I'm like what the fuck is my limit? It was five hundred dollars. Oh fuck, that's not a lot like, nowadays at all. Uh, yeah. Like it doesn't do like. Do you know what rent is? Like, keep up with the times, people. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me, man. Like, you, you, like you said, you pay all these fees, you pay everything else, and you just get fucked around in the end. Yeah. Like, what do you? What do you what, I'm not paying to get fucked. I'm being the guy who's, you know, like, it just doesn't make any sense. But did you get it straightened out? Did, did it happen that day, or did it take a couple? Oh no! Days? Oh no! It's it took four business days in order for oh. me to be able to access the cash in my account. So like. 
like I said, they did fuck all for me, right? It's, oh, yeah. it's like any other check that you deposit and nobody uses checks typically nowadays anyways, but there always used to be a hold. When you deposit a check over a certain amount of money, uh, there would be an automatic hold on it for whatever, four business days. And, and with checks, I get it, right? Because who knows if, if the, if the person writing the check has that money, those actual funds available, right? So I get that. Yeah. But again, bank drafts are cash. They are cash. It's already been verified Right when you when you take a when you take out a draft, basically they know that the money's there. So yeah, and then they issue the draft. So so fuck, I don't know. I mean, I I know that there are um, people could probably counterfeit drafts nowadays, just like they probably can cash. But still, but for the most still, part, that's not my problem. That's the fucking banks. bank's problem, right? Yeah, it is. And like the last time I used a draft was when I bought my car. And I'm looking through to find out when I bought my car, and I have no idea why. It's, I took a photo of it and posted it somewhere. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's uh, you know, it's been a while. But that's the last time I uh, I used the bank draft. And but the car dealership took it no problem. But and that would have been so it was 2020 when I bought my car. Okay. But yeah, so I had to use a bank draft because they. I'm like, can I just bring you a suitcase of money? They're like, no, we need a bank draft. I'm like, well, that's stupid. I would rather just come with the cash. You know, like it just makes it easier. Put yeah. it through one of your drug dealer counters, and let's see what we got. Well, yeah. you know, the thing is, you you earn very little, depending on your account, of course, but you earn very little interest now in in savings accounts, right? And you you don't earn oh, any yeah. interest on a checking account. So you're right. Why not fucking stuff the money on your fucking mattress or something, right? Yeah. Or of course it's not safe, but I mean, that's just an expression, but, but whatever, find a, get a nice fucking safe for your house then. And, uh, you know, store your cash in there instead of fucking depending on banks, you know, and someday, you know what, someday something's going to happen anyways, where, you know, there's going to be some apocalyptic event. <laughs> I watch too many yeah. movies, but there's going to be some event that's going to fucking knock out all the fucking systems or some some disaster or something like that. Something's going to happen and it's going to make accessing money impossible because all of these systems are probably going to get, get knocked out and we're going to need cash or we're going to, you know, have to do something to survive. And, you know, without those banks, uh, we're fucked. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, again, I watched too many movies, but. No, we're fucked anyways with those banks. Yeah. But um, in the next little, in the next couple months, uh, we're we're kind of going through a recession right now, and speaking about money and wallets and stuff. Uh, I think cash is going to be king in the next couple months because so. everyone's trying to offload everything because yeah. it's too expensive to live here right now. So I think you, if you have a lot of cash kicking around, you might be able to find some good deals on the Craigslist, and the Facebook marketplaces, and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, you know, if you're looking for some stuff, it might now might might be the time. If you have some extra cash kicking around, it's you know, like they always say, cash is king. So if you got extra cash kicking around, it might be a good time to pick up some secondhand stuff. Yeah, it's a crazy time. It's crazy. It time. is. It is for sure. All right, yeah. let's talk tunes. All right, let's talk music. Well, first we got to we got to give a shout out to uh, David Crosby. Um, well, fuck, mm-hmm. like a lot. Of, he's not the only one, man. Yes, definitely David yeah. Crosby. Um, uh, I mean Jeff Beck. Um, oh, like there's been a lot, not only entertainers and musicians and artists, but lots of other people, uh, young and old, who seem to be fucking leaving us. And like, what the fuck is going on? Lisa Marie Presley. Um, yeah. 
like who like who else? I was trying to think. Like those are the three that come to mind at least. Anyways. Oh, the bro from uh, Screaming Trees that passed away, uh, Mark Lanigan. He oh, that was last year. That was last year. Someone else has passed though. Yeah, but uh, it's been it's been like 2023 is. Like we say, that I think people say it every year. Oh, I'm just so done with 2023 now because, you know, they say it because so many people have passed away. But so it happens every year. But it just like there are the fact is that, though, that a lot of people are getting older. The baby boomers are all getting older older, and they're going to be kicking the bucket, stuff like that. Right. But uh, yeah, but but still, it's just it just this year so far. The last month, anyways, has been pretty bad. Um, uh, it was a Van Connor from the Oh, Van Connor. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So well, actually, joined, I, actually, uh, I didn't even know about him. That's that's uh, that's pretty bad. That's too bad. Uh, he joined uh, Mr. Mark uh, Lanigan. Yeah. Which is, oh, that sucks. Uh, that sucks. You know. But so uh, uh, yeah. Anyways, anyways, it's uh, it's too bad. Um, gonna miss those guys and their music. Uh, I guess. Well, we still get to. <clears throat> excuse me appreciate the what they left behind and because uh, music is really helps. cool really helps uh, I don't know what I'd do without it um, but let's talk tunes of the week uh, I'll go first so I have uh, every once in a while when I don't know what to listen to I uh, select all the folders in my music thing and hit random and whatever it is and this is not in your prep you don't know what it is but uh, I hit random and this song started and I was just fucking blown away because I forgot about the song. First off, do you know what the song is? Uh, Silver. Um, yeah. Uh, Silver. Wow. What the fuck? Silver Chair. Silver Chair. That's it. Yeah. I forget yeah. the name of the song, though. The song is called Slave. Slave. Yeah. But I was just, this was on like volume 11 and I was in a different room. But the, I came back into the room when this riff started. Because I was just like, where has this song been my whole life? Yeah. I was just like, and this was out in 97. You know, this, I think, kind of kicked off. Like, you forget how bands, how heavy bands were in 97. Yeah. Daniel like, oh. uh, Daniel Johns, I think, was the lead, the leader of, of that band and very talented. Exactly, and, yeah. And I'm surprised, actually, um, uh, that they, I mean, they, they did... They were pretty popular. I think their big album was Frog Stomp. Uh, wasn't that their first yeah, album? Yeah. I can't remember. Yep. Uh, yeah, right. So Frog Stomp was first. Yeah. Uh, Freak Show was second. Yes. And then um, the third one was the uh, Neon Ballroom and Lights or yeah, something like Electric that. Circus and Lights or something like that. But yeah. um, I, cool so this stuff. came up because they, um, Daniel Johns released a new album in 22, which I didn't know about. It's more like synthy kind of atmospheric kind of rock but there's some good chunky parts in it so oh, cool. check that out yeah. but um you could say my pick of the week is new metallica no uh, wait, really oh shit <laughs> so the coolest thing about this was i was just punting around the internet on like on, a, on the thursday when it dropped and i saw it dropped like i because i refreshed youtube right at the right moment and it said the song is zero year like zero seconds old so i saw it right as it came oh, out wow cool which i was super stoked about uh, so the new song that you're playing in the background, hopefully, is <laughs> Metallica called Screaming Suicide. It deals with uh, the word using screaming suicide to address the taboo word of the word suicide. The intention is to communicate about the darkness we feel inside. It is ridiculous to think that we should deny and have these thoughts. 
Uh, I believe most people have thought about it. To face it is unspoken. It's a human experience we should be able to talk about. You're not alone from the mighty James Hetfield. But uh, this is coming off the new album, uh, 72 Seasons, which comes out April 14th, 2023. Cool. So for myself, I don't mind the song. I think it's pretty good. But I don't like it as much as I like the first single, Lux Eternal. Yeah. I have to agree with you, I think. It's a a decent song. Uh, that first single was just a fucking, it just oh, rocked it and kicked ass. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was, it was really good. Nice. But I enjoy it, you know, obviously, um, I typically tell honest, everyone's like, oh, you're a fucking diehard, you know, like, no, but there's some shit I don't like. Everyone's like, what's your least favorite Metallic song? I'm like, it's of Wolf and Man. Nobody likes that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's, uh, you know, they're putting out music still sounds pretty good. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out live. Uh, but, um, you know, they're still ripping. So, uh, pretty happy about that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, new Metallica, uh, Screaming Suicide. Cool. A new album comes out April 14th, 2023. Right uh, on, right on. Week? Uh, I came across, uh, well, I quickly got some tunes together and again, it's because, uh, well, I was so busy in the week I, and because we were to have a guest, I wasn't really prepared yeah, here. So. Fun. Uh, but I, I scrambled and got a couple things together. I'll play them here. Just a quick comment on you kind of collecting your, all of your songs in your library together and then shuffling them and hitting play. Oh, yeah, yeah. I use Plex for that or Plex amp, I guess, for that, which is really cool. You can basically, yeah. and you can, you can sort of target a theme. Uh, you can, whether it's, whether it's genre, whether it's decade, uh, whether it's, um, you know, some just some really cool things you can do with Plexamp. That's why I don't I don't miss Spotify at all anymore because I don't listen to Spotify at all at all. So I can basically do that same thing though with Plexamp, and it'll just randomly play shit from my library. And I've come across like I've downloaded a, or, or sorry, I have I I have a lot of stuff in my library that I haven't played or haven't played often, and you know you forget yeah. about it. There's so much there, right? So you you just shuffle it and play some shit, and I've come across some stuff that, like, I just it's just like had. holy fuck, yeah, it's like holy shit, this is so cool. Why don't I listen to this band more? Uh, why don't I check out this band a lot more? Like, find out who they are and stuff like that. And because uh, yeah, there's just so much good music out there, man. I just uh, like like Spotify, like those uh, playlists that they have. I'm enjoying. Uh, my own library and not worried about paying a membership and uh, or having them stealing my data or tracking me and stuff like that. Right. So yeah, my, my Plex library music library is just, I, I just, I love it. And Plex amp in order to use Plex amp, you need a subscription, which I had already paid for uh, Plex yeah. Plex amp is so cool. It's uh, such a powerful uh, application. Um, I'll take that because I have a we run Plex at, at the home here, so maybe I'll uh, yeah, I mean, paid for it, so we do the same thing, yeah. But uh, before you get into your tunes, I was reading on Spotify in order to make Spotify worth it, you have to listen to six hours plus music a day. Oh, no, and way. Then, really? uh, yeah, that's the magic number, so it's six hours a day to make Spotify because Spotify just rakes in the cash right no one listens well not a lot of people listen to a lot of music but uh for the people who use spotify for everything in their cars at home and it, using the, it's six hours a day to make spotify f- like 
to make Spotify like yeah. they're just racking the cash. So it's, it's you have to listen for six hours a day to make it worth it. Oh, okay. So I found cool. I found my playlist when I was using it to be really really cool. Yeah, because I always raved about it here, and uh, I certainly wasn't listening to the Spotify that much, or not six hours a day. That's for sure. So, and yet it still seemed to curate a really good playlist for me based on what I was yeah. listening to. So, um, anyways, Plexamp is the way to go for me now, at least. Anyway, so. Yeah, I think, uh, and yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try that. Cool, because I tried. I I listened to. I whipped through Spotify and the Apple Music thing super quick to find try to find new music. Yeah, and it's most of the new music coming out is fucking garbage. But yeah, uh, there's some gems in there. You gotta we gotta read through it. But sometimes you find it. But we're we're digressing. What do you what are you rocking this week? Anyway, anyways, I found a couple tunes, new songs. Uh, first one is a band called Stoned Jesus. Uh, this song is called Thoughts and Prayers. It's the first single uh, from their new album. Uh, from their first album, or from their le- newest album, uh, called uh, "Father Mist." It's out March third. Uh, this is this is such cool stuff. It's really it's not doom. Of course, I'm a big fan of doom metal, and I've and I've played yeah. a lot of it here recently. But I love this stuff too. This is just old '70s psychedelic blues hard rock it's uh it starts off a little bit slow but it's um i i just love this band uh, i've i've they're not new to me i've uh played i don't know if i've played their stuff here before but i have i'm very familiar with their other uh with their older tunes um the interesting part about these guys i guess if it's interesting is that they're from ukraine um and you'd think that they are writing a lot about what's happening over there now apparently none of that is part of this album necessarily but it's you know it's still uh to support a a band from ukraine and just i I mean i love listening to music and discovering music from a lot of the countries over there anyways right so uh but this is it's it's really cool again it starts off a little bit slow but once those guitars kick up and get all heavy and stuff it's really i uh, i love this i'm looking forward to the new album oh yeah fuck yeah so really cool um and uh, i've got another song here uh this band has been around for a long time too and i saw them actually it could have been one of the mo- previous modified ghost festivals um this band is called acid king and uh female fronted uh what's her name her name is Lori. i forget her last name fuck forgetting <laughs> forgetting everything man her her name is Lori. her first name's Lori, anyways uh vocalist she, guitar she was lead guitar but i see that there's a fourth member of the group because for a long time they were a three-piece uh they are a four-piece now uh so they've got a lead guitarist at least for this first single it's called uh Beyond Vision, actually, it kind of kicks in later. It's got an intro called Destination Psych. But Beyond Vision is the title track. Um, new album, here we go. I think it just kicked in. Let me pump up the uh, It's uh, Lori S. Lori S. Just... Well, there we go. I forgot about the S. So I forgot about the S. Oops. Uh, there we go. There uh, we go. Song's just kicking in here now. But uh, yeah, this album is out, uh, I think, also in March. March 24th. Yeah. Uh, again, title track, Beyond Vision. 
yeah, just nice. This is this is heavier. Uh, if you want to call it doom metal, I don't know, but yeah, it probably is doom metal. Really cool stuff. Oh yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, I I, um, I like the first song better, but this song was, you know, it's I think it could be a grower. I'm not, I wasn't familiar with these guys until you sent the song. So, you know, if you if you say dig into it, I will dig into it a little more. But uh, you know, just the slow sludgy yes. kind of long guitar, uh, good stuff, man. Yeah. good stuff. Excellent. So those are my picks, my tunes for this week. Yeah. Pretty solid picks. You know who I've been digging into is that Spirit Adrift band. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, these guys are yeah. awesome, man. I've I've I'm gonna buy shirts. Like I wanna get these, <laughs> these band tattooed on my body. Like these guys are kicking ass. Fuck, they got some good stuff. Um they have a new album coming out. They're working on a new album. Yeah. I've actually reached out to these uh to the band. And the management, and uh, we might get these guys on the show coming up. Yeah, so, that uh, would be awesome because uh, I love that I stuff. Just like, oh, let's try it. You know, you never, you never know know who's going to reach out. And these guys actually responded within like an hour and a half. Yeah. So, uh, well, right on. I haven't heard back, obviously, because once they listen to us, they don't, they don't <laughs> respond again. But, Who are these you know, fuckers? I don't know. <laughs> it's the thought that counts. And, um, yeah, so that that's good, but uh, yeah, a lot of always is uh, a lot of good music coming out. And if you guys out there are metalheads or pop heads like myself, uh, send us send us your tunes. We'll we'll play them. Um, Oldmanhealclubs.com. Check it out. Let's uh, let's talk about tunes because it's one thing that brings us all together is music. Definitely, awesome. Um, as far as shows and stuff, I haven't really watched anything this week. Um, I've been getting my ass kicked by a bunch of twelve year olds in Call of Duty. Uh, so that's what I've been working on. Hey, have you played your Xbox a little more? Are you still playing? Are you a gamer yet? Or have you, uh, is it collecting dust? It's, what's, what's going it's on? It's collecting dust, man. I gotta, I, well, I just, like I said, I haven't had time anyways. <laughs> right? really been Cause home. I haven't been it. home, uh, and this past week working and stuff. I just, you know what I get, I get, I get home after work sometimes and I just, sure I might be in front of my computer, but I just don't. There's no, I uh, just, yeah, I, but I should, like right. It. But I should, you know, after a long day of work. Why not fucking jump on the Xbox and load up uh, whatever it is, even if it's something like Doom, and just start killing some fucking monsters, man. Maybe it'll make me feel better. Right? Well, see, I tried to do that, but I get my ass kicked by 12-year-olds who are teabagging <laughs> at the end. So it just sucks. It's the ultimate. The, uh, but, you know, sometimes at the end of the day, like at the, at, when you play an online match at Call of Duty, is, you know, whenever the match ends, it shows you your, your – uh, kills to death ratios yeah. and my kill ratio is always like 42 and i'm dying like 20 times so i am still kicking some ass and that's yeah. what i take to heart even though i'm getting my ass kicked by camp- camping 12 year old in the corner. excellent but, uh, wow, good times good but yeah having said that i didn't uh, watch any movies this week or any shows this week i uh worked an extra shift this week because i had to do a shift trade with a buddy at work so that was that and uh I went out for a meeting, and then uh, Friday was date night, so didn't end up watching anything else. Uh, I did. We kind of put on that ninety show in the background on a fr- on Friday night. It's not as good as that seventy show, but all the guys from that seventy show kind of make a quick cameo. But the new characters suck, so the show sucks. Yeah, anyway. I, um, I saw that kicking around too, and you know what? I have no interest at all. Like, like Red, Red is still he's still he's funny, still yeah. funny, and he's still part of the show. I think it's Red and what's his wife's name? What's his wife's name? Uh, Kitty. Kitty, yes. So I think they're still the the two main characters in the show, right? Yeah. But uh, the other ones are all a bunch of young kids or something. I don't know who they are exactly. But yeah, you know what? I saw that and like, fuck, man, I've got no interest in this shit. Uh, I'm not yeah. going to watch it. So 
there's no way it would be as good or the same. And well, maybe it's not meant to be the same, but still, I just, I have no interest in it. There's too much other good stuff out there. I think that I want to check out. So yeah, it was a tough one. Even a background, it was a tough background watch, which is saying something, you know, you're kind of listening to every third word, but uh, whatever that was, but I am a nerd. I did pre-buy my tickets to go see the new Ant-Man movie coming out February 17th. It's called Ant-Man Quantumania. Yeah. So That'll be my next visit in the theater, but I, I didn't watch anything this week, unfortunately. Um, what, what I did, but it was shit. So uh, did you get a chance to watch anything this week? Uh, while I was away, I watched uh, something called uh, a TV show, six episodes called Two Summers. It's a, is it a Danish, uh, a Danish mo- uh, TV series? So obviously all foreign language subtitled, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, it, it was entertaining. Um, uh, basically, yeah, I won't, I won't, I won't, you know what, just, just, just read up about two summers. It was, uh, I, I sort of enjoyed it, I guess it was something to watch while I was away. Cause you know, if I'm, if I've got a little bit of time, uh, while I'm at my mom and dad's, so I'll make throw on a movie or start oh, a new yeah. show or something like that. So two summers kept me entertained. So I watched that. The one thing I do want to talk about, though, real quick, is a new TV series called The Last of Us, and it is based on a game. And I don't know if it's a yes. game that you've played or not. No, uh, I have. So yeah. this is one of the best-reviewed played video games ever. Um, when I got my PS5, it was the third game I played. So I played okay. The Last of Us, and then I went straight into The Last of Us Two. It is developed by uh, it was developed by a video game company called Naughty Dog, who also do the Uncharted series. So again, fantastic video games. Um, I've played through one. It's one of the best video games ever played. Oh, cool. I've played through two. It's also one of the best video games ever played. And they just released. It's a new show on HBO Max. Yes. Um, it has a hundred million dollars per budget. Uh, apparently the first one is awesome. It follows it almost to a T. So this yeah. is apparently how video game show or adaptations should be done. Like I haven't watched it yet. I'll wait till two come out and I'll watch two in, in a row. Cause that's what I usually like doing yeah. with the old man. Uh, but, uh, it's supposed to be fucking awesome. Did you yeah. end up watching it? No. So we haven't watched it yet either. Um, yeah. Uh, two reasons why I wanted to bring it up. Well, again, number one is because, um, because yes, I heard it's supposed to be really good. Um, the second episode I think is out later today. First one came out last week, second one today. So I think there's nine episodes in total. Um, the, the, the main, the other reason why I want to check it out is because a lot of it, a good part of it was filmed in Canmore. Uh, so my hometown, I was filmed in various locations, I think throughout Alberta. I forget some of the other locations, but, uh, Canmore does play a big, uh, part in it. If you watch the trailer, you can see, well, you, you can see parts of Canmore in it, right? You can see one part shows the Highling Peak in behind and the pass up into Spray Lakes and the Rundle Range. Uh, you can see the old engine bridge. So it's a bridge that came from the old mine, came across the Bow River out to the main uh, rail line. And that's how they took the coal away. Um I used to go fishing off that bridge, obviously, as a kid and swimming around there and everything. So, so lots of cool scenery, obviously, from the town I was born and raised. So that's, that's what kind of, that's part of at least why I want to check it out. Right. So, you know, I'm sure there's some, some, some animation or some CGI and stuff like that that's going on. And, but still, you, I mean, 
just from the trailer, hey, that's that's Canmore and it looks really cool. And um, anyways, I, I'm I'm very interested in the show. Again, I have I know nothing about the game. I know nothing about the story behind the game, right? Yeah. So, other than it's a horror or zombies or uh, there's some monsters in it or something like that. I know that, exactly. but uh, anyways, I think it. It'll be right up your alley. Like I think yeah. you'll enjoy it because the game was the game again was one of the best video games I ever played. Cool. It's one of the main reasons why I went for PlayStation over the new Xbox because I haven't played all these old classic games that are you know ten out of tens all over the board. So right. finally having a chance to play the games and then hearing that the show was being announced and that the show was doing well. Like I'm just on Rotten Tomatoes right now and the average tomato mon tomato meter is 99 percent, and the oh, average yeah. audience score is 95 percent. so it's you know rotten tomatoes is the quote-unquote go-to place for reviews and for it to see, like to see it doing well there is fucking awesome and every like all my buddies are saying it's awesome it's you know i go to ign a lot for entertainment video game and movie news they gave it a nine or ten out of ten so it's like it should be doing pretty well. So yeah. I'm really stoked on watching this. So uh, another thing in doing the reading on the show and stuff like that, I don't, I don't want to look at spoilers or anything like that. And I'm not going to give away spoiler here, but like other movies and TV nowadays, music has become a very important part of the, of, of these programs. And, yes. uh, Stranger Things was a big one. Obviously look at these songs, the old songs that were basically revived because of that TV show, right? So, yeah. uh, but same thing, like it's it's basically part of the, music is part of the story now. It's not just, it's not just filler. It's not just background music. It's actually part of the, it's a key component of, uh, of these programs now. So uh, music is everywhere. Uh, apparently in that first episode, it winds down with uh, Depeche Mode's Never Let Me Down Again. <clears throat> again i haven't seen the episode yeah I but, seen it uh, but because of that it sounds like that song has kind of climbed up the charts once again i mean that song came out in 1987 so it's what 35 years old right and here we are a uh, new tv series and basically that song is becoming big again because of tv so it's just really kind of cool to to see some of that happening again you know some old classic tunes that are, you know, once again in the spotlight. Yeah, the, the cool thing about this too is that uh, the so off the Depeche Mode YouTube page where I just pulled this up, it has 82 million views, but it says Depeche Mode hyphen never let me down official video heard on episode one of The Last of Us. Yeah, it even says that in the new title. Oh yeah, it, I'm sure they've gotten a uh, an influx of. Um, views or listens for that for sure but yeah you're right and but it's also been go like music in movies and uh tv shows have been going on forever yeah i don't know if you ever watch Grey's anatomy but they do a big thing on like a featuring a song every episode to go with the tone of the episode some of it's great some of it's shit but I, i've shazammed a bunch of those songs because they were pretty good songs you know listen to it i don't think i've maybe i featured a couple on here but uh yeah some cool shit man there's a lot of good music out everywhere yeah. and uh TV shows is no exception. I just, I just love it when, um, well, I guess these old classics are, well, I, you know, I wasn't the biggest Depeche Mode fan or anything like that or by any means, oh. but, but, you know, still is to, to recognize some of the old classics is just really cool. And, uh, I always talked about a show called billions, um, here before, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't know if you ever watched that, uh, 
I hope there's another season coming up here eventually. I, I think we went through five or six seasons. Um, anyways, it, it was basically the same thing. There were always key songs or artists or songs and artists built into almost every single episode. And it played an important part in what was happening on the show. And one of the yep. characters is a big metal fan. And uh, so there were, um, I think he, I think he even talked to, about, actually, I think there was even maybe footage of him backstage at the uh, Metallica show in Quebec uh, for one of those oh, episodes. Sweet. Yeah. So, so he loves metal Metallica and one of their songs, I forget which song played a big part in it. Um, Megadeth, like all of these old, uh, some of these heavies. Yeah, some of these heavy banger songs like from way back were featured in this series. So it was really, uh, really cool. I found myself doing the same thing, uh, you know, going to Tune Find and trying to find out what's because I didn't Shazam it while it was playing. Uh, I went to Tune Find and, you know, people can add what songs are featured in movies and TV episodes and stuff like that. So I always found myself going there and finding out, hey, what the fuck is that song? Cause I really yeah, love it. Awesome. And because of number one, I couldn't remember it. Or number two is maybe I just never heard it before. Right. Maybe it's yeah. a song I just never knew about. And I just, Hey, I want to find out who that is. So I always find myself doing that. And it's just, it's just so interesting and so much fun to find out, uh, new music that way. Just another way yeah. to find out new music. Right. Another, another, um, another source yeah. to find new tunes. Yeah, exactly. Rather than paying for Spotify and all that shit that, that plays shit music anyways. Exactly. Yeah, right. <sighs> so, bullshit. It's all bullshit. So that's what I got. That's my music and TV and film and stuff like that. I just wanted to talk about that new TV show because I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it. So and oh, I yeah. knew I kind of figured you would at least know about it. And well, as you told me, you had even played it and, and really enjoyed oh, it yeah. so, it, so that's cool. it, i would say if you have the extra money kicking around buy a place like an old school playstation 4 and play this game because yeah. it is it is awesome uh but when i watch the movie um or not the, the tv show i will let you know how close it is yeah because the skills and stuff that are being reviewed and stuff they all look the same like even the littlest details are are cool so right on i am very excited about that um hopefully watch that maybe this week you know i gotta finish willow i'm watching willow right now okay i got two episodes left of willow so we'll see what happens but um for you know for a last minute show i think it was pretty good could be our best one this year <laughs> uh, number two <laughs> it's only number two yeah. so better well we're, we're, we're getting could, there people could be we're our best there. yep could be our best we could peak here people uh do you have anything else you want to say no that's it man good to catch up and uh, oh, uh yeah for sure we'll, we'll a lot of exciting stuff coming up for you listeners so yeah. we'll keep you informed once we are informed but uh try and be more prepared we'll week. get eric on the show we'll get uh devin on the show and sean on the show and maybe the boys in spirit adrift that's a log shot but we'll see what happens you never know but until then, uh, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, TuneIn, and of course, Google Podcasts. Uh, Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Lives Matter. Fuck cancer. Don't be an ass. Continue to wear your mask. A woman's body is your own fucking business. And take care of yourself and be kind, okay? If you like this podcast, please hit that subscribe button on whatever platform it is you're listening on. If you like this podcast, we'll try harder in the next one. Sure. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We will talk to you soon. Right on. See you later. 
If you enjoyed anything you just heard and want to fact check it, check out oldmanwhoyelletclouds.com.